Today, I want to talk about the two B's, entering and living in the kingdom of God. First B is believing, and the second B is behaving. Believing is one of the criteria to enter into the kingdom of God, and behaving is essential to live in the kingdom of God. I'm going to explain what I mean by believing and behaving. So now let's talk about believing as one of the criterion to enter the kingdom of God. Let's go to the gospel of Mark. It says in Mark chapter 1 verse, I'm going to read from Mark chapter 1 verse 15. And saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Child of God, we see in this account that Jesus came for one purpose, to spread the kingdom of God's message to all humanity. And he states that the kingdom of God is at hand, and our response to the kingdom of God is to repent and to believe in the gospel. In order for you to enter, meaning to have access in the kingdom of God, you have to repent and you also have to believe. Believe in what? Believe in the gospel message. Because the gospel message talks about Jesus and what Jesus has accomplished on the cross on your behalf. It is very essential for you and I to believe in order to enter into the kingdom of God. Because the Bible says there's no way you can please God. If you want to come to God, you have to believe that he exists. So faith is one of the criteria, meaning that you believe in the gospel message. We are all familiar with the most popular Bible verse in the world, and that is John 3.16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So in order for you and I to have an everlasting life in the kingdom of God, we have to believe in the Son of God. And all said about believing as the first B when it comes to entering the kingdom of God, now, we are going to talk about the second B, which is behaving as living in the kingdom of God. Behaving in the sense that living according to the standards and principles of the king in his domain. We cannot just live in the domain of God anyhow. We have to conform to the king's standards of living. That is why we have to behave in a certain way in our mind in our conversation, in our conduct. Let's see what the Bible has to say about behaving. When I talk about behaving, I am not just talking about behavior modification. I am talking about complete transformation. It's a lifestyle in your character, your attitude, including your actions, your intent, how you will live your life when you go to heaven. And you have to start living that way now. The way you live now in a godly manner is how you're going to be living with God for the rest of your life. That is why God is preparing you and I, and His grace is teaching us to deny all ungodliness, all unrighteousness, so that you and I, we can conform to the image and likeness of Christ, Christ-likeness. So the Bible clearly mentions that you and I, we have to be holy because God is holy. Holy in a sense that God is separated. We have to be separated from this world. We don't have to live according to 
the standards of society that is conflicting with divine standards. When I talk about behaving, it also means the quality of your life. You have to live in peace. You have to live in joy. Most believers, they're not, they're not, they're not living in joy. They're not living in peace. And these are quality condition and states that God wants us to live in now because when we go to heaven, that's going to be our quality of life. That's going to be our state of life. Behaving in another sense in terms of our character and conduct. We have to live according to who God is. We have to live in such a way that reflects how the king will live. We have to live in such a way now. When we go to heaven, we're completely transformed. We're completely glorified into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. Those who have entered the kingdom must conform and change to live according to its values, views, vision, and virtues, not according to the flesh, our sinful ways to the world, but according to the ways of God. So we must be and do like the king in order for you and I to live in his domain. Christ-likeness is the standard and state of living in the kingdom of God. Let me say that again because this is very profound. Christ-likeness, meaning that you and I, we conform and change into the image and likeness of God is the standard and the state of living in the kingdom of God. Certain conducts, way of living that are contrary to who God is, do not welcome in the kingdom of God. Let's look at ungodly practices that are not welcome in the kingdom of God. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5, it says, For this you know, no fornicator, unclean person, no covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So we see in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 5, least ungodly practices that are not welcome in the kingdom of God. They cannot inherit the kingdom of God because such practices do not reflect who God is, do not reflect the lifestyle of God. And because we are in God's domain, we have to conform and change to his standard of living so that we can be in that state of righteousness, so that we can be in that state of godliness, so that we can be in that state of holiness. Let's also look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Child of God, we see here that Jesus is saying that our priority should also be to seek his righteousness. Seek God's righteousness. Because when you seek God's righteousness, you are seeking how you can live right. Right believing about God right thinking about God, right behaving about God. All of them encompass the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God also means that you and I, we are in the right standing of God. So, child of God, you have to be justified by faith. First of all, believing in Jesus, which I mentioned before, the first B to enter the kingdom of God is believing in the gospel. And the gospel talks about who Jesus is and what Jesus has accomplished for you and I. And so now you have to believe that you are justified by faith, meaning that you are in right standing with God. The result of being in the right standing of God, God wants you and I 
to live right, meaning that we think right, we, we, we think right, we speak right, we feel right, we plan right, we desire right, we act right through the power of the Holy Spirit, and I know it's possible. Let's also look at several other verses as well. Let's look at Matthew chapter 5, verse 20. It says, For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You know, the Pharisees were religious people. You know, they were very core in their religious practices. And they despised Jesus. They don't want to believe in Jesus, his claims of who he is. And they think that they are more righteous than Jesus. So Jesus is saying that huh, your righteousness has to exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees or else you're not going to make it. You're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. The Pharisees, they reject the means of entering the kingdom of heaven, which is to believe in Jesus, because only Jesus can justify you righteous when you believe in him. But if you don't believe in Jesus, then huh, I don't know what type of righteousness you possess. So behaving according to God's standard is very, very essential in order for you and I to live in the kingdom of God because of who God is. God is holy. That's his nature. That's his name. And you and I, we have to be holy because God is holy. Lastly, let's go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. When it comes to certain behaviors that are not welcome in the kingdom of God. And Paul is also going to give us a list of these practices that are evil, moral, worldly, fleshly, sinful. Now, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, feast of anger, rivalries, decessions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like this. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow. Paul is very frank, straightforward, and he warned them before that such practices will not welcome you in the kingdom of God. Such practices can forfeit you inheriting the kingdom of God. That is why child of God, the Bible said his grace will teach us to deny all of these practices. And His grace will teach us to walk in righteousness by the help of the Holy Spirit. Let me conclude with this verse to summarize the two B's. Verse is Matthew chapter 7 verse 21. It says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You and I, if we just profess the name of Jesus or we attend church and we don't believe in Jesus and our lives are not transformed, child of God, we are deceiving ourselves. The will of God is for you and I to believe in Jesus, to accept Jesus as our Savior and also to seek his righteousness. That is his will. To believe in his son Jesus, who will give you and I access to the kingdom of God and also to live according to the image and likeness of his son, Christ likeness. This is what our Christian walk is all about to believe in Christ and to behave like Christ. When we believe in Christ and behave like Christ, 
you and I, we will enter and live in the kingdom of God, which means to inherit the kingdom of God. And I pray for those of you who are watching and you have never given your life to Jesus and you're saying, how can I inherit eternal life? The Bible says, first of all, you have to be born again. You have to repent and believe in the gospel. And the gospel message talks about Jesus, who is and what he has accomplished on the cross. Do you know what Jesus accomplished on the cross for you? He died for your sin. And I want you to confess your sins to him and say, Father, forgive me for what I have done. I accept Jesus as my personal savior. Jesus, come into my life. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I believe in you. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. And I know, child of God, if you have done that, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you and he will enable you to live a righteous life. He will reveal Jesus to you more and more. 